0: weird it is now weird and it's live nice. <laughs> welcome <laughs> to the fantasy ace ball podcast this is your host tim Kanak. you can find me on twitter at fantasy ace ball you can find my written work over on friends with fantasy benefits with us today is the trace amigos now i gotta put my my straw hat
1: on Yeah, Raymond,
0: (laughs) my roofing (laughs) hat. All right, so we got Raymond at Raymond Atherton, who is also going to be writing with me this year on Friends with Fantasy Benefits. He's gonna be my co writer, even though he was very upset at the fact that I double (laughs) space after my periods and he's a single spacer. So, Gabe, are you a serial killer, Raymond? Are you a double spacer what? or a single spacer after periods?
1: I'm, I'm a I'm a journalism major, baby, and it's double space after the period. Yes,
0: I'm a journalism major too. Double space, Raymond. I don't know what they teach you English, man. Yeah, uh, you, you're writing some novellas with one dot. But guess what? I I went to grad school, and I had to write like fifty-page papers in grad school. That double and space if You helps. use double space, it definitely helps. Yeah, or you if of, you
1: you're cheating is, yourself if you don't.
0: Yes, this is the other trick. Is all the periods. He changed to like yeah, you changes all the periods to like sixteen fonts. I know so the game, want... man. I was oh job. yeah, that's how you do it. That's what's up. So Gabe is also here, obviously, at catcher streamer with the cigar. He what He tweeted today. He tweeted yeah, today.
1: I'm a tweeting fool now.
0: Tweet, tweet? Me, Liam
1: you. Liam Hendricks love. Pick him up where he's available.
0: I Dude, thought you were catcher needed, streamer, uh... not reliever streamer.
1: Uh, I stream a lot of things, but I do prefer catching to receiving.
2: Tim's been complaining about the IL thing, and I was gonna snag him and Dynasty Darlings, but I needed some a couple of people to go on the IL first. I couldn't do I was it. The, I was the same
0: way. Get I, I. I bet I'm waking up earlier than you tomorrow, Raymond. I bet you are. Actually, I don't know. <laughs> let's i have a who's sick. The IL. <laughs> yeah, let's see who's on the IL. <laughs> Hoskins but they don't have uh, to do Justin, it.
1: Justin got the drop on Chris Hoskins today.
2: Yeah, oh, he grabbed
0: Hoskins? Too. Meh, whatever. So Hoskins will don't have IL, to do it
2: until games start, though. So, like, if you think it's going to happen at 6 a.m. tomorrow, it's not. It's going to happen at, like, 1255. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> Pro- probably true. All I need is one.
0: I have, like, five injured guys on my team. So all I need is one. So, news and notes. There's only a few notes and news because nothing's been happening this week. Basically, everything has been everybody flying to get ready for real games. First thing, Christian Pache traded to the Phillies from Oakland because Estudio Ruiz beat him from his job. Uh, Pache was kind of the golden key or whatever, golden sombrero, as we say in the Trace Amigos <laughs> south world. South of the border, yeah, south of the, as we say, south of the border, which <laughs> Miami definitely is. And I'm going, I'm going to the Keys tomorrow, so I'm going south of the border tomorrow. Uh, so <laughs> Christian Pache <laughs> traded to the Phillies, where he may actually play. I guess he's going to be fourth Ah. outfielder for sure. Like he's not going to start, but uh, I guess, you know, the the Phillies have been infamous for having atrocious defense for years. So this might actually be a pretty good move for them. What y'all think, Raymond?
2: Yeah, I don't think he offers much offensive upside, but the defensive thing makes a lot of sense. (laughs) Didn't Nick Castellanos go on record saying he doesn't try and play defense in the regular season? Yeah, so, he said he didn't try they, until the playoffs. They need help. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what do you think, Gabe?
1: Man, I don't, I don't see it, man. Like that, in order to, to to roster a guy that that can't even hit 175, he he somehow he got 240 at bats last year and he hit a buck 66. That has to be close to record-setting lows. I don't see no. it, man. I, I don't. I don't know. That's a lot of at bats, dude. How many guys yeah. have hit, have had 240 at-bats and hit butt-66 in the history of Major League Baseball? How do you keep getting at-bats?
0: He's still young, and I think he's performing. When he was with the Braves, he was performing a little bit. I mean, he was never like a power guy, but he was hitting, I think, at least like 260 or 280 or something for the Braves uh, before they traded the him Major League team. over to Oakland. Oh, no, not for the Major League team. Uh, but I think he does have some value as like an eighth-inning guy. No fantasy value whatsoever, so let's move yeah. on. Andres Contrutter Jimenez, defense. yeah, exactly. Unless you're in a defense league for some reason, some weird defense league, then maybe. But uh, Andres Jimenez signs a seven-year, $106.5 million extension with the Guardians. Kind of a classic Guardians move because they seem to do one of these like every few years. They side Jose long-term. So they just pick and choose a couple guys that they want to extend, and then everybody else ends up going bye-bye. So what do you guys think about this for the Guardians? Raymond.
2: I mean, they kind of executed this to perfection, right? They didn't want to pay Lindor $300 million or whatever. they trade for trade for Jimenez and um, the other middle infielder, whose name I can't think. Ahmed, Ahmed Rosario. Arashario. Yeah. And, I mean, they paid him a third of what they were going to have to pay Lindor. And I heard somewhere that, uh, I don't know if you buy this, but Jimenez had a higher F4 than Lindor did last year, so. Yeah, small market teams is going to small market team.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think Lindor is definitely the better player. But is he triple as good as Jimenez? Probably not. Is he three times as good? That's how much
2: they're paying him, three times more.
0: Dude, and gave- Jimenez
2: wears, wears zero, so that's dope. Yes. Dude, I,
1: I. it's interesting that this came out as this – this snuck up on me. It came out this, like this back-to-back days with the Nico Horner extension. And I – obviously, Nico Horner is a lesser player, but uh, – He's not that much. Less. I don't know. It snuck up on me, man. Maybe I'm sleeping on him. That is. What do you think his upside is, Tim? Like 20,
0: 25, 25? No, I don't think he's got that kind of power. I think he's like Tommy Edmond. I think he and Tommy Edmond, and we talked about it before on the s podcast, are very similar players. I think he's more like 20-40. With, with the new rules, I think he could be more like 1535 or something like that. It would be like the upside. 15 15-35, 30, something like that. I'm, he's I'm he's more of a speed than and a power I'm
1: I'm surprised. I'm impressed. Good for Cleveland.
0: Yeah, solid, solid deal for sure. Solid deal all around. Golf clap. All right. Uh, <laughs> bad news for Cleveland. Tristan McKenzie, see ya. Shut down with a shoulder strain. Uh, he's shut down for at least two weeks. I think I've heard estimates that he's going to miss probably closer to eight weeks. Um, what do you guys thinking on Tristan McKenzie? Obviously, it's too late. If you drafted him, you drafted him. You're kind of stuck with him now because most people aren't drafting at this point. Um, but is that someone that you're going to drop? You're going to IL stash. Does it depend on the league format? Obviously, NFBC, there's no IL. So if you have him in
2: TGFBI, would you be dropping him, Raymond? I don't know. In that a league that deep, pitching is hard to find. So unless I absolutely had to, I would try my hardest not to. But he got dropped in my 12-team head-to-head categories league, and I used all my roster moves post-draft already, but – if he's still there when this matchup, we have a long matchup in this league, so it's like 13 days or whatever. So if he's still there when this matchup is over, I'm gonna snag him and put him on the IL if I can. I Any mean, Gabe?
1: Yeah, if anybody drops this kid, I I'm all in on him. Uh, it sucks, I hate seeing it, but I think that he's got a bright future ahead of him. Yeah,
0: Dynasty definitely. Uh, and the thing is, like, we don't know the significance of the strain yet. So like. There's a lot of pitchers that run into little shoulder issues. But once you get that shoulder surgery, that's a big red flag. That's almost the same thing as getting TJ, if not worse than a TJ in some cases. So, so I I mean, it's something to watch out for, for sure. But I think I'd still be in on him in
2: Dynasty if you have the roster room or the IL room. I heard it's more of like a shoulder blade thing than like his shoulder joint, which is what I think of when I think of shoulder like injuries. So hopefully this isn't as serious as the shoulder injuries we're used to hearing about. Yeah, for sure. I agree. Let's move into Let's move. the main
0: part of the podcast. So our goal potatoes. in this podcast, we're going to be going through every single lineup, every single rotation, every single closer for every single team in Major League <laughs> Baseball. We're going to try to it's keep it It's going to be a two-part quick. pod. Two part bot. No, no, we're <laughs> gonna move it quick. We got, we got 30 seconds apiece. So we are starting with the American <laughs> League. We're going in alphabetical order. Baltimore Orioles. Raymond, read us the starting lineup for the Baltimore Orioles, please.
2: All right. Cedric Mullins, Lee Rushman, Anthony Santander, Ryan Mountcastle, Gunnar Henderson, Austin Hayes, Kyle Stowers, Adam Frazier, Jorge Mateo. And Gabe, read us the rotation
0: and who's the closer for the Baltimore Orioles per roster resource?
2: Kyle Gibson,
1: Dean Krimmer, Cole Irvin, Kyle Bradish, Tyler Wells, and the closer is Felix Bautista.
0: All right. So, a uh, little blurb here. Raymond and I wrote little blurbs and my little 30 seconds here. Gunnar Henderson is projected to hit fifth, which is pretty interesting. I think at the beginning, he's looking to hitting third or fourth, but I think if he does what we expect him to do, he can work himself higher up in the lineup. Grayson Rodriguez did not make the team to break the season. Very disappointing. But obviously after hearing these pitchers, Tyler Wells, Kyle Bradish, Colt Irvin, Kyle Gibson, Dean Kramer, are they really going to stop Grayson Rodriguez? Eno's out there saying Grayson Rodriguez, ridiculous uh, stuff plus. So I don't think so. D.L. Hall also didn't make the team. I think that eventually he'll be probably coming up in – as a reliever rather than a starter this season and could be more like a Josh Hader in the future rather than, uh, you know, wild man in the rotation. If, he, if he's in the rotation, you're going to be looking at a lot of walks. Raymond.
2: This team is so young. I definitely, I basically, all I wrote is I agree with you on. Um, I agree with you on the pitcher I why can I never remember any Grayson Rodriguez geez I'm looking at so many names I can't think of that one holiday um there you go Lee. <laughs> so no I don't know if Gunnar Henderson can get any higher in the lineup like those at least that top three is probably I would say pretty pretty set and Adley and Santander both bat switch so there's no like lefty righty manipulation things going on there so maybe he could hop Castle, but I just, think, probably stuck fifth all I just year. think
0: Santander has more of a power profile and it might make sense for him to be the cleanup hitter and maybe go Mullins, Rutschman, Gunner, then Santander, then Mountcastle. I think that might maybe. play as a better lineup if Gunner does the on-base things we think he can do. What do you think, Gabe? Real quick.
1: Man, the Orioles disappoint me. This is like an Orioles thing. This is like their brand is they just keep prospects down. You know, Jordan Westberg had an awesome spring. He's 24 years old. I know he's kind of young as far as you know, actually professional at bats. He hit 306 in the in spring training. The guy should be on the team. Uh, you know, Grayson, DL Hall, those guys have been knocking the door down. You got to let these guys play at some point. I just feel like it takes some of the fun out of the room, takes some of the swag away from this team uh, by not having some of these kids up there with Adley and Gunner. Yeah, yeah the, they'll be up soon, but it, it, it would have been cool to see him up earlier.
0: Gabe is a converted Westbergian by me did the way
1: you (laughs) hype him up compared to everyone else like
0: i love jordan westberg at this point westberg and norby are both good i think i like westberg better the thing is norby is definitely a second baseman but i think westberg is going to be have the safer floor i like westberg is just like one of those super utility like awesome guys who can play everywhere um tommy edwin with men edmund with more power and less speed maybe raymond
2: boston red sox lineup go Boston Red Sox. Alex Rodugo, Rafael Devers, Justin Turner, Masataka Yoshida, Adam Duval, Tristan Casas, Christian Arroyo, Reese McGuire, Enrique Hernandez. Gabe, pitching, go.
1: Corey Kluber, Chris Sale, Tanner Hawk, Cutter Crawford, Nick Pavetta, and the closure is Kenley Jansen, the old man.
0: All right. So, my notes on the Red Sox is it was very interesting to see Yoshida move down in the order to clean up. Uh, because he was originally expected to be the leadoff man is, once they signed him because of his on-base skills. But he showed a ton of power in the World Baseball Classic. I know you guys didn't really watch it as much as me, but he showed a ton of power in there. So I think there's a lot of value in this lineup right now with Yoshida hitting clean up. I think that's interesting. Even in his last spring game, I think he hit a double or a hom- or a, a nasty homer. Uh, and then Justin Turner, you got some old man value as the number three hitter, Justin Turner there. And some more old, ma- and old man ve- slash underrated value in Adam Duvall as the number five hitter here. So I think we have some nice uh, hidden lineup value with the Red Sox. One guy to watch out for in the rotation is Tanner Halk. Uh, he's been good. He's currently slotted as the third starter. But remember, Brian Bayo and Garrett Whitlock are both working their way back and they should be back in a few weeks. So we'll see if, I don't know if it's Hawk or Hawk. We'll see if he keeps the spot or if it's Pavetta or Crawford. So you kind of have in the number three, number four, number five starter spots here with the Red Sox, a competition for one of those guys to hold on to a spot once Bayo and Whitlock are back.
2: Raymond. Yeah, dude, the thing I'm most interested in is if we can see Devers like actually get some counting sets. Like he had 80, I think 84 runs and 88 RBIs last year. And with how good of a hitter he is, those numbers are very low. And so I'm hoping he can get back to, I don't have him anywhere, but hoping he can get back to like a 100-hundred season and be a surefire first rounder next year.
0: Gabe.
1: No disrespect to Justin Turner and Yoshi. I think this lineup outside of Devers is flaming hot garbage. I think they're going to be a really bad team offensively this year. I think Nick Pivetta surprises some people. Uh, Eno's got him as uh, one of his. Uh, pitchers with the most improved stuff plus this season. So I think that he's a guy to watch. Uh, but I think that offensively, this is going to be a pretty uh, stat club to follow.
0: Agreed. But you've got to keep this in mind. Bad, team, bad, player, or bad teams, players on bad teams still have good fantasy value. Kind of what I want to say. If that makes sense. Players on bad teams can still have good fantasy value if they're in the right spot in the lineup. And if they're in a the ballpark like Boston. So next team, Chicago White Sox.
2: Raymond, read the lineup. Tim Anderson, Luis Robert Jr. That's new. Andrew Benatendi, (laughs) Eloy Jimenez, Yon Mancada, Andrew Vaughn, Yasmani Grandal, my boy Oscar Colas, Elvis Andrews.
0: Gabe,
1: pitching.
2: Dylan Cease, Lance Lynn,
1: Lucas Giolito, Mike Clevenger, Michael Kopech, and the closer. Big old question mark. I'm assuming it's me, Kendall Graveman, but. Liam Hendricks, uh, Liam Ronaldo Lopez.
0: Yeah, Yeah, it could be Ray. I is they have Jake Diekman listed as a potential closer and Joe Kelly, but I don't see that those two as possibilities. I could see, but I could see Bummer sneaking some saves if he's against like three righties or something like that. Bummer's pretty, he's been a really good lefty for a long time. Uh, probably though, Ronaldo Lopez and Graveman are the two to watch until Hendricks comes back. Potentially in May or whatever he's aiming for at this point, which is awesome. Uh, So my notes on the White Sox, Ben hitting third is the most interesting thing for me looking at this lineup from a counting stats perspective. Uh, And also this lineup is still pretty solid. Like it could be sneaky. Good. If they do what they should have done in the past, I think people are just down on this lineup right now because they were so bad last year under Tony. But if these guys actually perform to their expectations that we had going into last year on all these guys, like Eloy and Vaughn and Dahl Like, these are all good players. I think they can all perform if everything clicks. What do you think, Raymond?
2: Yeah, I think the TLR thing is number one. And number two, they just got to stay healthy. I mean, between Eloy and Tim Anderson, there's been some serious health issues there too. So, no, I'm excited for this lineup if they can stay healthy. And I saw the video of Oscar Colas getting told he's making the team, and that dude is jacked. So I I think he could have a pretty a pretty exciting fantasy season. He's probably going to strike out and not walk a lot. So Tim doesn't like him, but I think there's some power speed potential there, which is great for fantasy. Adolis Garcia Jr. Gabe,
1: there's not a single guy except for Adam Benintendi on this lineup that I don't that I'm not interested in from a fantasy perspective. Uh, I th- I think that the <laughs> Adam
0: Benintendi. <laughs> <laughs> You'd call him Adam Benesendi.
1: Did I say Adam? I'm sorry. Yeah,
2: it's
1: <laughs> uh, I'm excited. I just I think this blank. is A, it's A. It starts with an A. Uh, I love it. I like this lineup. I think it's gonna be exciting. I think they're gonna play with uh, a lot of energy.
2: The thing, yes. the last thing I wanted to mention is Yoman Kaidabat betting fifth. Like, if he doesn't rebound, that can't continue all season.
1: Well, Colas will move up if
0: he
2: hits we'll Colas or Vaughn or.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it depends. He's had okay season. He's never done what he was supposed to do. That's a problem. They could always trade, too. Uh, This is a team that has some bullets that they could trade, I think. So, Cleveland Guardians, go ahead. Line up, Rain.
2: Sorry, I got to scroll. Stephen Kwan, Ahmed Rosario, Jose Ramirez, Josh Bell, Josh Naylor, Oscar Gonzalez, Andres Jimenez, Mike Mike Zanino, and Miles Straw. Pitching.
1: Gabe. Shane Bieber, Hunter Gaddis, Aaron Savali, Cal Quantrill, Zach Plisak, and Emmanuel Classe at closer.
0: So this is the, a couple, there's like two main things I noticed. One thing for pitching, one thing for hitting. Number one is the big question for this offense is when will Bo Naylor be called up? Because Mike Zunino is potentially a huge hole there. Even when Mike Zunino is good, he's all power and nothing else. So I think Bo Naylor could really add some, good like ammo to this lineup once he's called up he's already a good enough hitter i think for the majors he's just working on the defense at this point pitching wise this took me by surprise when tristan mckenzie was out they called up this guy hunter gaddis and i was like why would they call this guy up when they have such pedigreed pitchers and the minors like gavin williams and tanner Bibby? but then i thought in my mind that's right this is the cleveland guardians they're playing some small market roster manipulation here It makes no sense for them not to have Gavin Williams up rather than this guy. So I think if Tristan McKenzie's injury becomes more of a long-term thing, we'll be seeing Gavin Williams in six or eight weeks after the Super 2 and all that stuff passes. Raymond? Well,
2: Gavin Williams had like a back thing, I think, all spring. Like he's not healthy. Or maybe he is healthy, but he's not built up yet. So that actually kind of makes sense. Uh, the thing I'm interested in the lineup is if Will Brennan can overtake the ghost of Miles Straw and his terrible, terrible offensive pedigree in the outfield here, that would be exciting. The problem uh, is, then...
0: Miles Straw has a contract, right? He's signed through 2027. So <laughs> that's the thing. I they don't like guess... to waste money.
2: Yeah, I guess they have. I don't know. They could trade him or bench him or whatever, but. I don't know. I just think Will Brennan is better, like way better. Agreed, Gabe.
1: It's interesting to me that Andres Jimenez is hitting seven in a seven hole. It seems like uh, he would be up higher in the lineup. Uh, oh yeah, I think that Josh Bell is depending on which version of Josh Bell shows up is going to be the the turnkey player to this team. It makes that lineup a lot, a lot because uh, he's he's Josh Bell is a very hot and cold player throughout his career and i think if if you get the hot version of josh bell this lineup gets a lot deeper if you get the cold version of josh bell this get this lineup gets a lot shorter
2: someone in our dynasty league said you just got to figure out which half of the year he's going to be good in and then just trade him for the other half yep
0: (laughs) yeah you used to be able to know with carlos santana he was the same way whereas like okay carlos santana is going to suck the first two months and then you get him and boom all Dude, right. I always forget
2: Josh Bell switch hits. Like I only think of him batting lefty. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. I mean, th-
0: that's because you there's a lot more righties than lefties. I think we talked about that last pot. It's like 72% righties or something. So uh now to Raymond, your Detroit Tigers. Let's read off this amazing lineup.
2: My first question is, do I have to? And then my (laughs) my second, Nick Maytone, Riley Green, Javier Baez, Austin Meadows, Spencer Torkelson, Miguel Cabrera, Kerry Carpenter, Jonathan Shoup, Jake Rogers. And the pitching game.
1: Eduardo Rodriguez, Spencer Turnbull, Joey Wentz, Matthew Boyd, Matt Manning, with Alec Lang as the closer.
0: Okay, my notes uh this is more of a question for raymond but i'm assuming matone is going to be the leadoff hitter against righties and veerling is going to be the leadoff hitter against lefties is that correct
2: that's also what i would assume
0: okay the middle of the lineup i think could actually be pretty good here uh just depending on if green and torque actually rebound i think austin meadows is going to be good this year i don't know i just have a sneaking suspicion that he's going to regress closer to his career norms so, I don't really worry m- about much there. Kerry Carpenter is a solid bat. I think, I don't think he's anything special, but I think he's a nice, solid bat in, you know, like 20, 25 homers and solid average. Um, but the big thing is going to be Green and Torkelson with his lineup. Pitching wise, this is actually a pretty solid rotation. It kind of looks like, it you know, like we went back to 2019 or something when we <laughs> look at this rotation. But um, if guys like Turnbull, Boyd, and Erod actually perform, the Tigers might have some nice trade pieces because I don't understand if they played well, it makes no sense for the Tigers to keep these guys. They should trade them if they perform well this year. Raymond.
2: Yeah. So the new Tigers GM, Scott Harris, I believe his name is, said like the way this roster is constructed, these guys are going to have to learn on the fly and develop at the major league level. So you're going to see like full-time playing time out of Nick Maytone and Matt Verling until they're just so bad that they have to go somewhere else. But um, yeah, I think they signed Matt Boyd with the intention of flipping him and they're just going to try to rebuild this roster through depth and waiver claims and stuff. Like this guy came from the, the Giants, if you guys didn't know that. And he's he's pretty smart. So I like where he's going. It's just he took over this trash of a roster.
0: It all comes from the Rays, dude. The Giants guys came from the Dodgers, and the Dodgers guys came from the Rays. It's that Rays tree. What's up, Gabe? What do you think?
1: It's interesting to me how on this pod, we've established how Comerica Park is a bad place to hit. And it's also interesting to me that the pitchers on the Tigers always have such really, really blue-chip pedigrees, but they just can't get it together for whatever reason. A lot of the times it's injury. But, I mean, Boyd and Manning have, you know, extreme pedigrees that they could always – Uh, you know, set something, get something right. Joey Wentz, obviously there's a reason he's there. Uh, I also don't think that Javi Baez is going to repeat his 2022 season. I think that he's going to rebound. He's not that bad of a baseball player. I mean, you know, he's going to have a lot more counting stats for a fantasy, you know, from a fantasy perspective. I think that you can get him pretty cheap if he's available. I think he's a guy to target in fantasy.
2: Just not point six. He's going sure. so late. It's like I feel like he's available around like one fifty sometimes. In yeah, drafts. that's. I think he's going to be a
1: value at that. At that, he's
2: MVP. good in he's good in roto, especially traditional roto. I think. And then, but like sometimes he, it, OBP. Eh. Sometimes someone just reaches for him and he goes like eighty fifth. But dude, I would love to see him ball out and just opt out of this four year, hundred million dollar contract. <laughs> okay, he's gone that left.
1: far. That's
0: the Raymond dream. All right, Houston Astros, Raymond. Let's read off that lineup.
2: Sorry, I'm not ready. I was looking up a contract. Oh, um, dude, they like, changed the lineup since yesterday. Like <laughs> Jeremy Peña, Jordan Alvarez, one of my favorite players of baseball. Alex Bregman, Jose Abreu, Kyle Tucker, Chas McCormick, Jake Myers, Mauricio Dubon, and Martin Maldonado. So, uh, go go ahead with the with
0: the pitchers, Gabe.
1: SP one is Framber Valdez, Christian Javier, Jose Urquidy, Luis Garcia, and Hunter Brown. Rounds that out with Ryan Presley as the closer.
0: All right, so this lineup yesterday, I was looking at it literally last night. I was writing my article for friends with fantasy benefits, and guess who's in the two hole? Kyle Tucker. Finally, they had moved him up, and now, and now they put your Don there. Really, your Don is going to hit second. That guy can't run for his life. Ah, this old school style. Like, come on, poor Kyle Tucker. Like this this is still Dusty Baker's team, right? Yeah, yeah, he's just Kyle Tucker is never gonna win an MVP just because he's hitting fifth all the time. Like he's not gonna get the counting stats necessary to qualify for an MVP until he leaves the Astros because he's like, screw this, I need to go somewhere where they're gonna hit me second, third, or third or whatever, and then maybe he'll get a shot. But uh, the way this is going, like poor Kyle Tucker, uh, because literally yesterday it was reading he was hitting hitting second. It only took a Jose Altuve injury. So now it looks like he'll be hitting sixth or something when Altuve comes back. Ooh, Like, with Pena hitting a leadoff, me no likey. Uh, what, Hunter Brown, obviously, with Hunter Brown being healthy, that makes us happy, right? Uh, Lance McCullers, by the way, a uh, little news here. It sounds like he's going to be, you know, not injured for too long, so he could be back in a few weeks. Hopefully Hunter Brown plays well enough that he's the one who stays in the rotation and it's someone else, like, or, Kiwi or
2: un-baby Rock Luis Garcia, who gets removed from the rotation. All right, Raymond, go. Dude, they – so I heard Michael Brantley was going to bat second, but then he's apparently not healthy either. Surprise, surprise. But, yeah, I love Kyle Tucker, but his upside is always going to be capped. I love Jose Abreu. I think he's going to hit 30 home runs, drive in 100 runs, be one of the the premier RBI sources in fantasy and real baseball. The – the lineup takes a bit of a hit with Jose Altuve out, but this is still pretty good.
0: Yeah. And also, yeah, y- you know, Yenier Diaz is apparently a really, really good hitter. If you've looked at his minor league stats, and if he gets like, <laughs> if he if he got more catching than Maldonado, I guess we won't know. But if he was getting more of the reps than Maldonado, he might be worth owning in like a two catcher league as like your second catcher
2: because he's you don't
0: really strong in the minors hitting wise.
2: You don't often see team's carrying three catcher-eligible players. So they must not think very highly of Maldonado. He's
0: good defensively, but Yanir Diaz last year had 25 homers in double and triple A in like 450 at-bats. So he has, you know, 25, 30 homer potential in the majors. Gabe, what do you think?
1: Jeremy Pena is the guy to watch here. I don't know why everyone's hating on him. I know he doesn't walk a whole lot, doesn't get on base, kind of almost reminiscent of some Javier Baez there. But he's at top of this lineup, even with, you know, Kyle Tucker hitting fifth, which is complete garbage, obviously. But it's also a testament to how deep this lineup is and how many times Jeremy Pena is going to score.
0: He's going to move down once Altuve is back, though. Once Brantley and Altuve are back, I would expect it to go Altuve. Unless he's
1: hitting still.
0: Yeah, I, will, I would expect it to go something like Altuve, Brantley, uh, Bregman, Jordan, Abreu, Tucker hitting sixth, which is just so dumb. You can and then Pena, like then then Pena hitting bro. like seventh or something at that point.
2: Dude, I feel like some like at least half the drafts I was in, Pena was going ahead of Carlos Correa, but no, oh, the, dumb that, the new forward thinking thing in baseball is you bet your best hitter second. So I don't think Jordan Alvarez is going to move out of that two hole.
0: Mm, I think last year wasn't Altuve hitting second most of the time.
2: I don't know. I couldn't tell you.
0: Yeah, you also have to think about lefty-righty matchups, too. That's another yeah. thing that plays into it. So, moving on, Kansas City Royals. What's that lineup looking like, Raymond?
2: Oh, my computer is lagging. What the hell is happening? Paw Patrol, I'll,
1: Paw Patrol. I'll take
0: this one for you.
1: Thank uh, you. Lead off,
0: shortstop Bobby Witt Jr. Second, MJ Melendez, Salvi Prez third, Vinny P, cleanup, Hunter Dozier fifth, Kyle Isbell sixth, Edward Olivares seventh, Michael Massey eighth. Nate Eaton. Ew. Ninth. Pitchers. Gabe.
1: Zach Grinke. Jordan <laughs> Lyles. Brad Keller. Brady Singer. And Chris Bubich. With Scott Barlow as the closer.
0: All right. So, Kansas City Royals. Uh, I mentioned in my little blurb here that it's interesting to see Melendez is hitting second with hit, Wit hitting leadoff last year. because I'm pretty sure Matheny had Melendez at leadoff last year with wit at like hitting third. So this could mean more stolen base opportunities for Witt. I think that's something to look for. Um, I also made a note about Michael Massey hitting eighth in this lineup. I think there's a good chance that Massey works his way up higher in the lineup to maybe hitting like fifth or sixth eventually, uh, once he shows that he can translate that minor league power into major league power. And then the last thing to keep an eye on with this team, because there's nothing to talk about with this pitching besides that Brady Singer is good and everybody else sucks, uh, keep an eye on Drew Waters. Is going to be coming back in a few weeks from his injury because he was going to be one of my preseason breakouts until he had that injury. So watch
2: out for Drew Waters. What do you think, Grayman? Yeah, I think Melendez is probably that in second because he just gets on base. And this first four I think is really interesting. with Melendez, Perez, Vinny P. You know, he's a fantasy darling. But what if Frandal Reyes has one more bounce-back 40 homer season? Like, that could – that could happen,
0: like yeah. He, could, I mean, Soler did it there. Solaire was yeah. like, uh, was was dead meat until he went over there. So Franmil Reyes could rebound. the same, place, my, same way.
2: So keep your eye on guys. Franmil Reyes, the Franmil, Gabe. <laughs> Can you
0: hear
2: me, Gaby Gaby.
1: yeah, yep. I'm here. Gotcha. Now you're gone again. What to say about what this lineup? Heck? Uh, Hunter Dozier I, I think is a, a, a pretender here. I don't I see I could see Witt playing some third base, Nicky Lopez getting more shortstop action. Uh, my guy to watch here is Nick Prado. Uh, he the guy's a stud. And this outfield here with Oliveris, Eaton, and Isabel. Isabel. Man, is gonna crack this outfield pretty easily. So he's a guy to watch too.
0: Yeah, and Waters. And we might have lost you in that game.
1: Oh, can you hear me? Sorry, what'd you hear last? Yep.
0: Uh Waters. You said Prado is good and then I said Waters. Yeah, so Prado's good. good.
1: The rest of this outfield is absolute trash. So look for Prado because he's gonna be up early. Zach Grinky's getting the opening day nod, which to me is laughable over Brady Singer. I don't really know why that's happening. Legacy. Like uh, yeah, I mm-hmm. guess, man. But Brady Singer Jersey sales. A- Brady Singer is the man here and Brad Keller and Chris Bubich are the other two guys to watch. You know, they've kind of like Detroit. Those two guys have the pedigree and the, and Kaufman's not that great of a place to hit. So there's not any reason that Keller Singer and Bubich can't all take, you know, giant steps forward this year. So, you know, watch Keller, watch Bubich, watch their, you know, uh, outlying numbers or their, uh th- those guys, those guys could take huge steps forward here. And I don't, I don't believe Hunter Dozier. I think that, they're going to make Bobby Witt or somebody else play third base. Nicky Lopez, maybe. I think Nicky Lopez gets a lot more action than, than he's. I haven't liked Dozier more.
0: in years, dude. All right. Man, he's all sad.
2: LA Angels. Raymond, what's the lineup for the Angels look like? Taylor Ward, Mike Trout, Shohei Otani, Anthony Rendon until he gets hurt, Hunter Renfro, Luis Renhifo, <laughs> Brandon Drury, Gio Urshela, Logan Ohapi. Woo! Pitching.
1: Gabe. Otani is number one. Patrick Sandoval, Tyler Anderson, Reed Detmers, and Jose Suarez. Carlos Estevez is getting the saves. Although no, it seems here no, they no, have no. Carlos Estevez, Jimmy Hergett.
2: Oh, hey, Gabe, what is happening?
1: Or...
0: Elon Elon Musk is failing.
2: I think Jimmy Hergett's oh. getting the saves there. <laughs> Who's that kid they have that can throw 105? I think he might end up getting saves this year. Ben Joyce. Yes, Ben, ben Joyce,
0: Joyce is going to be the closer by the end of the year. But I think Jimmy gets going to get the saves at the beginning because he's a rough one to hit if you've ever seen him pitch. Uh, Angel's Notes. St- thanks to the Stasi injury. Logan Ohapi is in the starting lineup. I think that's the best thing that could have happened to them. Uh, it's the best thing that could have happened for their chances to keep Shohei Otani this year, I think, besides just everybody staying healthy. I think this lineup is awesome. But the thing is, it's like literally all righties except for Shohei. And this is something interesting that I never thought about before, but Shohei pitches right-handed and then hits left-handed. I've always Mm -hmm. thought about him as being a lefty because usually when I'm seeing him, I'm watching him hit. Uh, I I mean, obviously I've seen him pitch before, especially the world baseball Classic. but it's just something that never clicked in my brain. I'm like, that's kind of like backwards maybe, but um, it's cool. So he's really the only lefty in the lineup. Besides that, they've got a bunch of left-handed hitters on the bench So I'm sure that they'll be using a lot of those left-handed hitters every now and then just to mix and match in the lineup. Um, But besides that, man, like, Ohapi, love it. Uh, And this pitching rotation is something to watch. Like, I love the middle of the rotation here with Sandoval, Anderson, and Detmers. Like, I don't really – Anderson's okay. But Sandoval and Detmers are going to be beasts. Uh, So this rotation, if, if they stay healthy, if this lineup, they stay healthy, I think the Angels could push for a playoff spot. But it's all going to depend on health. If they get injured, they have, like, no depth. Their their bench pieces kind of suck. So, Raymond?
2: Yeah, dude, they're like an Anthony Rendon injury away from everything falling apart again, which is never a good place to be. But my, my like, thing to watch here is Taylor Ward. Was his power breakout last year legit? Or is he going to turn back into a pumpkin and not be batting leadoff soon? But if he is legit and can replicate that 281 average with 23 home runs and 500 at-bats. This lineup looks a lot different than it did last year. Gabe?
1: Tyler Anderson's my guy to watch. He doesn't strike out a lot, but he went undrafted. He doesn't strike out a lot of guys. But he went undrafted in our 12-team league that we're in, our 12-team dynasty league. Man, Tyler Anderson, if he he comes close to repeating what he did with the Dodgers, which I think he will – uh, I mean, I'm right there with you. Obviously, Patrick, Patrick Sandoval and Reed Detmers are, are guys to watch too, but Tyler Anderson, he's just not being drafted, and he's not getting any sort of fancy love. So if I was to pick one guy that I love here from a fantasy perspective, uh, it would be Tyler Anderson.
0: Good call. Let's go to the Twins. Raymond, what's up with the Twins lineup? The
2: twins lineup is Max Kepler, Carlos Correa, Byron Buxton, Trevor Larnick, Jose Miranda, Nick Gordon, Joey Gallo, Christian Vasquez, Michael A. Taylor, pitching Gabe,
1: Pablo Lopez, Sunny Gar- Gray, Joe Ryan, Tyler Male, Kenta Maeda, with Jorge Lopez slash Johan Duran getting the saves.
0: You know, this is another one that has changed since yesterday because yesterday when I was looking, they had Joey Gallo hitting lead off. Joey <laughs> Gallo hitting lead off. I was like, what? Really? And that was the main thing that I was looking at. But uh, Trevor Larnick hitting cleanup is pretty atrocious, in my opinion. Uh, you got Correa yeah. and Bucks in here, and then just a kind of a mess, honestly. Like, Miranda's all right. I think Miranda I would hit higher. If I was building this lineup, I'd probably have Miranda lead off even, maybe. Uh, like, or Correa. You go, like, or I don't know. This, this lineup's just a mess outside of, really, Correa, Bucks, and Miranda until you get Kirilov and Royce Lewis and these guys back. I do not like this lineup. I don't think this is a playoff team. Uh, The pitching is good, though. I like their pitching. If Duran closes, I think he's going to be more like the fireman. But if he closes, you got a good closer there. And this rotation is a bunch of number three starters, right? Like number two. Some of them could be number twos, maybe. Like Ryan and Sonny Gray has been a number two in the past. And Pablo Lopez maybe could be a number two. But Joe Ryan is, I think, their highest upside of these starters. And this is not even to mention... They still have Chris Paddock back there somewhere who's looking to return this year. They've got Bailey Ober, who's really good. Uh, they've got Josh Winder still. So they've still got some more arms. Like, they're pretty loaded at pitching. They, they don't have the high-end guy, but um, the pitching is what's going to keep them in the game because this lineup is just a kind of a disaster zone right now.
2: Raymond? Yeah, dude, this lineup looks a lot different if Karloff, Polanco, and Royce Lewis are somewhere in that top six. Yep. Um, I think I think my thing is just no matter how much we want it I don't think they're going to let Johan Duran like actually close more than like 8 games because it'll make him too expensive in arbitration and like you said I don't think they're going anywhere. I think they probably know that. Like at best they can probably have a good second half and rebound when all these guys come back and then reload for next year. I think that would be the smart thing to do. But no, this offense is pretty bad. Gabe.
1: Tyler Male, that's my guy. He always was able to get decent numbers at Great American Small Park. And uh, I know they, they traded for him and he kind of flopped in Minnesota when he got there. But uh, this guy was a guy that uh, you couldn't get enough hurt. shares of early on in uh, you know, early on last year. He kind of broke out and then he, you know, regressed a little bit. But he's, uh, he's a good guy. He's cheap. He's not, he doesn't have the upside that some of these guys have. But, uh, you, you know, if, you can, if he comes out of the gate hot a couple starts, I think his stock's going to go up a lot.
2: Agreed. I got a lot of shares of him. New York Yankees. Raymond, read that lineup. DJ LeMahieu, Aaron Judge, Anthony Rizzo, Giancarlo Stanton, Gleyber Torres, Josh Donaldson, Aaron Hicks, Jose Trevino, Anthony Volpe. Volpe. All right. Pitchers, gate.
1: Garrett Cole, Clark Schmidt, Domingo Herman, Nestor Cortez, Johnny Brito, with Clay Holmes getting the save.
0: All right. Yankees lineup looks good. Super righty heavy outside of Rizzo. If Rizzo gets hurt, they might have some matchup problems when they're running into righty pitchers because it's just going to be super righty heavy. Uh, And especially Yankees ballpark plays up for lefty hitters, so it's kind of strange. But obviously Volpe hitting ninth is something to note. Uh, also, when is Oswald Peraza going to get back up on this team? And is, who's he going to push out? Is it going to be Donaldson? Is it going to be Torres? Is it going to be LeMahieu? He's going to push one of these guys out eventually from the spot. Uh, the pitching, by the way, right now, without Rodon, uh, who else is hurt? Without Rodon, obviously Montas is hurt. Uh, Seve's hurt. Severino's without these guys, hurt. Yeah, without, without these Montas guys. Hurt. Yeah, just, this pitching just kind of looks crappy. I mean, like Clark Schmidt can be okay. He's been like their top pitching prospect for years, and now he's twenty seven. It's like, he's finally getting a shot. It's like, this dude's been their top prospect, uh, pitching prospect for five years. Uh, and then Nestor Cortez is solid. But then Johnny Brito, eh. Domingo Herman, eh. I don't know about the pitching, Raymond.
2: Yeah, dude, somebody spent $131 out of our $200 budget on Johnny Brito because they said they typed 31 wrong. Um, I may have spent sixty dollars on Mitch Keller, but at least I didn't do that. Um No, I like this – I don't know. I like this lineup, and like you said, something's going to happen to Josh Donaldson or Aaron Hicks, and I think um, Peraz will will be up sooner rather than later. I just – my thing is just I want Anthony Rizzo to stop selling out for power. Like, he has no business hitting, like, 240. Like, just go back to being Anthony Rizzo and hit, like, 270 and 35 home runs. You'll be fine. You don't have to sell out. He's always been one of the highest shifted players. I think that's going to help –
0: changes the way the way that he can hit he's he might go back to how he was pre-shift when he's with the
2: Cubs, gabe and then yeah i just wanted to say anthony volpe is like my hero and i hope he balls out and wins a rookie of the year
1: yeah no! if I had to own- gunner
2: bro gunner we got too many gunner shares Gabe.
1: if i had to own somebody here and get shares besides volpe i would take rizzo i think he's made for yankee stadium i think he's undersold i think first base is an extremely shallow position uh, this guy is just going to – he's going to hit 30 home runs. He might not – he may hit 240 again, but he's going to have an on-base percentage up. 40.
2: Why does this keep happening, Uh-oh. Gabe?
1: Gabe, we I, lost you. Oh, man. Every All time right, you start you talking. Me, did you hear me loving on Rizzo? Rizzo's yeah, going to yeah. get his walks. He's going to hit – he's going to get on base. Rizzo's returning to
0: cub, to cub form. I'm not saying he's going to hit <laughs>
1: 270, but he's going to get on base three –
0: Art of the Izzo, Gabe, we lost you again. All right, Oakland Athletics.
1: He's going to hit let's, 30 homers. He's going to be jam-packed in the, all the counting stats. And uh, Nestor Cortez, he has taken a huge dive as far as, like, you know, ADP goes, but he was a, a complete fantasy ace for all intents and purposes for the first couple months last season, and I think he's going to kind of repeat some of that.
0: Nasty Nestor. We'll see if the pitch clock messes with his ability to screw with the pit with the hitters.
2: All right, let's get to Oakland. Raymond, Oakland lineup. Tony Kemp, (laughs) (laughs) ledmus Diaz, Seth Brown, Hazers Aguilar, Jace Peterson, Ramon Noreno, Ryan Noda, Shea Langoliers, Estuary Ruiz. Pitching, Gabe. Kyle Muller,
1: (laughs) Shinataro (laughs) Fujinami, Ken (laughs) Waldachuk, James Caparino, and JP Sears with a timeshare of Danny Jimenez, Jury's Familia and Trevor May get in the saves.
0: Yeah, probably going to be May and Jimenez splitting them, more or less. Uh This lineup, basically my only notes is their best player is hitting ninth. Their most interesting player for fantasy purposes, Astoria Ruiz, is hitting ninth. Shea Langley is their second most interesting player, is hitting eighth. So in classic Oakland format, they're completely tanking by having probably their two best hitters hitting eighth and ninth. Uh, but hey, uh no pressure, right? So I think... Eventually, we'll see Ruiz at leadoff, which is going to be fun. I think the, be- the best thing of watching this team is just going to be how many steals can Astoria Ruiz get. That's the only way that this team is going to make money. Actually, they're going to make money no matter what, because I think the A's made like the fourth most money of any team last yep. year because they didn't pay anybody anything. Uh, but if they actually want to make more money than that, then all they have to do is let Astoria Ruiz run wild and sell Astoria Ruiz like shoes or something like that. Uh, Shane Langleyers, again, someone to note. The pitching, eh, I don't know. Uh we got uh Kyle Muller, n- a little interesting to me. Chuck a little interesting to me. I don't really care about Sears, Fujinami, or Caprelian. And Aledmus Diaz might be good in like uh if, at a depth league. If you need like a middle infielder who's gonna get some counting stats, because if this dude's hitting second, even if it's a crappy lineup, he's gonna get a lot of counting stats. And if you need a middle infielder in deep league,
2: Aledmus Diaz, you could do worse. Raymond. Dude, I wish the A's were in the NL because a lot of these guys getting full-time playing time would be fine for my NL-only CBS team, but I don't know. Seth Brown is interesting at times. Like He'll hit eight home runs in a month and steal three bases, and you'll think, oh, man, this is something. Then he won't do anything the month after that, but no, I like Shea Like He's going to have her power, but I don't know if he can hit for average. Like Fangraphs has him here for a two twenty-five batting average. It's probably probably pretty accurate. And I am still holding out hope for Ramon Loriano. Like there's a twenty twenty season in there somewhere. We may have already seen it. Gabe.
1: You stole my words, Raymond. I'm all I think Laureano is gonna be a twenty twenty guy again, or at least fifteen, twenty five. Uh Ruiz is obviously the sexiest name in this lineup. Uh, I don't I'm not down on J.P. Sears, but I think Ken Waldachuk is a guy to watch, too. Both of those guys are uh, definitely cheap right now. You can get them anywhere you want for pretty much free. And uh, I think those are both guys to watch.
0: Yeah. Mariners, Raymond, lineup.
2: So Colton Wong, Julio Rodriguez, Ty France, Teoscar Hernandez, Eugenio Suarez, Cal Raleigh, Jared Kelnick, AJ Pollock, J.P. Crawford. Pitching, Gabe.
1: Luis Castillo, Logan Gilbert, Robbie Ray, Marcos Gonzalez, and George Kirby with Seawald getting the saves.
0: Yeah, potentially. Could be Munoz. So um, this lineup, this is my note for this lineup. Get all the Colton Wong shares because he's hitting leadoff in front of this lineup. Like Colton Wong is basically free. Somebody dropped them in our 16-team Fantasy Ace ball Invitational League, and I picked them up for $2. I'm freaking all over that. Colton Wong is money, especially in a lineup like this. J-Rod hitting right, right behind him. Like, Wong can run. Wong can, Wong can hit. He might hit 15 homers. Get all the Colton Wong shares in this lineup. I'll let someone else talk about Jared Kalenic. Uh This pitching rotation is probably the best rotation in baseball, even with Marco Gonzalez in there who will probably be replaced at some point by Bryce Miller later this season. So best rotation in baseball, one of the best relief pitching, uh, one of the best bullpens in baseball. This team is going to be so much fun to watch, and I am going to Seattle for a wedding in July, and I am going to a Mariners game, so that's going to be awesome.
2: Raymond. Yeah, I, I think it's interesting who he was batting second. That snuck up on me. I didn't see that coming, but I'm excited. Bet your best hitter second. Um and, yeah, I I hope Jared Kelnick can rebound. I hope Cal Raleigh can. I feel like he just got so hot at the end of last year. And he had, I want to say, like, 16 home runs the last two months of the season, just off the top of my head. He was on fire. I hope he can back that up and he's not like a Mike Zanino, like you mentioned earlier. But, yeah, dude, I think this team could win the World Series. I, this team is pretty good and i i don't know if you heard me chuckle before i started reading the lineup off but i was just gonna say like this is the this is the team right now there's still like 16 hours before opening day so uncle jerry uh his bargain bin shopping he could make like two trades between now and then
0: all right we got to speed this episode guys because we got to do it in an hour and a half we got to fit all into one so gabe what you got on mariners real quick
1: Ty France, he's cheap at two shallow positions, first base and third base. He's getting a ton of counting stats. No one likes him. He's not getting drafted anywhere near <laughs> where he should be. Obviously, the rotation's amazing. Get Ty Ty France shares wherever you can.
0: Ty France, boom. All right, Rays lineup. Raymond, go. Oh
2: my God, I'm not ready.
0: I got it. Yandy Patrol, Diaz leadoff. Wander Franco second. Randy Orozarena third. Brandon Lau cleanup. Harold Ramirez fifth. That'll change. Manuel Mar- uh, Marcos, six. Isaac Prade, seventh. Christian Bencourt eight. Jose Siri, nine.
1: Pitching. Gabe, go. Shane McClanahan, Zach Eflin, Jeffrey Springs, our boy at number three. Drew Rasmussen, Josh Fleming, with Pete Fairbanks getting the saves. But Jason Adam is definitely worth the shout out.
0: Yeah. So, Ray's pitching, when Glass now is healthy, can give the Mariners a run for their money, I think, with best pitching in baseball. I love that pitching. As far as the lineup, uh, it's kind of plain, more or less. But once you stick Curtis Meade and potentially Kyle Manzardo in there sometime this year, it makes this lineup a lot more fun. And that's not to mention Taj Bradley is waiting in their wings in the rotation, right?
2: Yeah, I just want to see a breakout season from Wander Franco. Like, stay healthy, hit the ball hard, steal some bases. There's a, I don't know, 30, 25 season in there maybe. Gabe?
1: Well, even though you're going to laugh at me, my guy to watch here is Harold Ramirez. He hit 300 last year. The guy is completely undersold, but there's going to be a lot of runs scored in this, so someone's got to drive him in. I think he sticks around a lot longer than you're giving him credit, and he is free in most leagues.
0: That he is. Meet him Zardo, bro. Meet him
2: All right, Rangers. Apparently, Franco's kind of You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Except for this freaking fan graphs ad I keep getting. Uh, Marcus Simeon, Corey Seeger, my favorite player in fantasy this year. Nathaniel Lowe, Adley Garcia, Josh Young could be my second favorite player. Jonah Heim, Robbie Grossman, Brad Miller, Ezekiel Duran. Pitching Jacob,
1: yeah. Jacob DeGrom, Nathan Evoldi, Martin Perez, John Gray, Andrew Haney, with supposedly Jose LeCork getting the saves.
0: All right, the pitching is going to be as good as long as they're healthy. Once that pitching fails then it's all rookies on deck. They do have some good young pitchers, though. So you may want to keep an eye in Dynasty Leagues on an Owen White or a Brock Porter. Not, And you you can tell I am ignoring Jack Leiter. Jack Leiter's not that good, Peoples. He has not been good in the minors. Don't be in on Jack Leiter. Be in on Owen White. Uh, Hitting. This lineup is going to be pretty good until you get to Brad Miller. And it's like, what? Ezekiel Duran and Brad Miller. Uh, Evan Carter's going to be up sometime this year. So, Evan Carter, awesome prospect to watch out for. I compared him uh, to Shin, Shin Chu. He has a very similar profile. So, just because one's white and one's Asian doesn't mean they're alike, they're not alike. Raymond, go.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, Tim. I think <laughs> my plant, my flag this year is Corey Seager's going to have a Freddie Freeman-like season in the next couple of years. He's going to hit 330 in 30 home runs, driving 100 runs, score maybe like 105, maybe win an MVP while he's at it. Or a bad title. Look who's making the Freddie Freeman comps now, Raymond. Gabe, Yeah, go. but this one's this one's possible. I
1: love Adelise Garcia. I think Josh Young's going to be the best hitter in this lineup, no offense. And I think John Gray is the most undersold pitcher in this rotation. He has the pedigree. He finally put it together last year. And he got out of Colorado. I think that he's going to be really cheap and uh, a big return on investment for that guy.
0: See, si, Senor. Azul Jays. Raymond.
2: George Springer until he gets hurt. Boba Shut. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Dalton Varso. Alejandro Kirk. Brandon Bell. Matt Chapman. Whip Merrifield. And Kevin Kiermeyer.
1: Pitching. Gabe. My boy. Alec Manoa. Kevin Guzman. Gausman, Gausman, Chris Bassett, Jose Barrios, say Kikuchi with Jordan Romano getting the saves.
0: Yeah, so this lineup is obviously one of the better lineups in baseball. One thing that sticks out to me is Dalton Varsho hitting fourth. I mean, I think we should have probably expected it because George Springer has been a leadoff man his entire career while he's been healthy. Um, and Bichette and Vlad make sense as second, third. But Varsho... We're used to hitting near the top of the lineup, so I don't know if that's going to affect his steals numbers for this year. So that may be something to watch for uh, because most cleanup hitters aren't running because there's guys on base in front of them. So that is something that could affect Varsho's stolen bases uh, negatively. Pitching-wise, just can't wait for
2: Ricky Tiedemann to join this rotation. Go ahead, Raymond. Yeah, that's an interesting point on Varsho. I don't think there's like a real – Five hitter or four hitter here, though Matt Chapman when he was in his prime, maybe. But I'm interested to see if they play with Merrifield every day. Everyone in the industry is fading him pretty hard, and I don't know. Addison Barger, Addison Barger is the man. Barger, Barger looks good. I don't know if he's going to be a full-time player anymore. But on the pitching side, I love Manoa and I love Jordan Romano, and I have both of them, and I I think I have at least one team where I have both of them. Mano's velocity is down. Gabe, go ahead.
1: Whit Merrifield didn't steal any bases, or I think he stole one base when he got there last year. He finally got unlocked from Kaufman, and he hit a lot better there. I think that he is going to stick in that lineup. He's cheap steals in a shallow second-base position. The end.
0: Yeah, As long as he's there until Barger takes a spot, because Barger, is he was awesome in the spring. Okay, Diamondbacks, lineup, Raymond, let's do it. National League time.
2: National League time. Corbin Carroll, everyone's favorite player. Ketel Marte, Jake McCarthy, Christian Walker, Josh Rojas, Lourdes Gurriel Jr., Alec Thomas, Nick Ahmed, Gabriel Moreno.
1: Pitching game. Zach Gallen, Merrill Kelly, Madison Bumgartner, Zach Davies, Ryan Nelson, and then the saves. Who knows who's going to get the saves here? Scott Magoo is the guy right now. I think Andrew is probably going to be in there too. And, of course, everybody's favorite player on this podcast, Drew Jamison, is around also.
0: Yeah, Dre. Y'all forgot about Dre. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, Corbin Carroll, leadoff. Love it. Everybody in fa- who plays fantasy baseball loves to see that, even though I have zero shares, which sucks. So I wanted so much Corbin Carroll, and I got none of him. Just too expensive for my blood. Catal uh, Marte hitting second. I think Marte sucks. He's going to lose that spot, and he's going to move back. I think if Alec Thomas can hit like he should, based on his minor league stats, Alec Thomas could move up this order. That's the guy that I'm watching in this lineup is Alec Thomas. I know that's Gabe's boy, but I had to give him a shout-out. And then Kyle Lewis, I think, could also carve out a bigger role in this lineup because besides Christian Walker, there's, like, no power in this lineup. I mean, look at this lineup. Jake McCarthy, no power. Marte, no power. Uh, Josh Rojas, no power. Lourdes Gurriel Jr., no power. There's no—Moreno, no power. There's no power in this lineup. So when Kyle Lewis is playing— I think if he can hit and hit homers, he's going to get a lot more playing time than what people are thinking.
2: Right? Didn't Christian Walker hit 40 home runs last year? 30 yeah, I said
0: besides Christian Walker. Also, by the way, I forgot to give my shout-out to Brandon Fott. This guy's going, going to be money this year. So watch out for Brandon Fott later in the year, probably in a month.
2: Yeah, I hope at some point Dre Jameson and Ryan Nelson switch spots because, dude, I literally have Dre Jameson everywhere. But – no, we're pretty excited about this offense. I think Cattell Marte is quite a bit better than you do, Tim. I think he will be fine there. And if Alec Thomas starts batting even second or fourth, or, he would never bat fourth, but then you have all those lefties at the top of the lineup. They're just not going to do that. But you no, know, I hope this team wins like 75 games and gets pretty exciting.
0: I think Kyle Lewis is going to supplant Lourdes Guriel as the primary DH oh. at some point and Guriel is going to move off into more of a utility role. I think
2: Kyle Lewis is going to get reps, man. I have to give Zach Allen a shout-out because he's my FBI ace. Gabe?
1: Christian Walker. He is the only righty in this lineup that can hit. He is going to get his walks. He's going to get his home runs. He is really cheap. And – also, I think that no one's giving Andrew Chafin any love. If you've got him in a holds league, I don't think you can do any better than Andrew Chafin. I think he's just as valuable as any pitcher in baseball as far as any relief pitcher in baseball when it comes to holds leagues. I think that he's going to uh, – he's a stud, and he's there's no reason he's not going to continue that in Arizona.
2: Nice. I, I got got ben, your I got... Your NL team. Bravo's. One thing, real quick. Uh, I said this to Tim after we were done recording the other day, but Christian Walker and Matt Olson pretty much had the exact same season last year. So, speaking yeah. of Matt Olson, Roasted. Ronald Acuna Jr., Matt Olson, Austin Riley, Marcelo Zuna, Michael Harris, Ozzy Alves, Sean Murphy, Eddie Rosario, Orlando Arcia. Pitching Gabe,
1: Max Freed, Spencer Strider, Jared Schuster, Charlie Morton. And you take your pick. With which one of their young studs is going to come up and get the spots in the start of the in place of the injured Kyle Wright? And AJ AJ Minter is the man, by the way. As long as Ryzel Iglesias is hurt,
0: yeah, their fifth starter is going to be Dodd. By the way, I think that they only put four starters there for now because uh, first turn through the rotation, they've got rest days and stuff like that. Uh, the lineup. This is the funniest thing of the lineup to me. They kept talking preseason about who's gonna hit second between Michael Harris and Ozzy Albies, and it's neither of them. Matt Olsen <laughs> is hitting second now. He was supposed to be their fourth, their cleanup hitter. While Harris is hitting fifth and Albies is hitting sixth. So I think that's hilarious. Uh, while Marcel Ozuna has moved up the lineup to be the cleanup guy, Ozuna's super cheap. You guys know I have some Ozuna shares. I know he's like not the best person, but for cheap stats in the middle of that lineup, that is solid. Raymond.
2: I think there's a chance he's just not good anymore. Um, no, Matt Olson looks like the best version of himself this spring and maybe that spring training, but that your best hitter second. And I don't mean that literally because I think Ronald Acuna could go 40-40 and win an MVP. But, no, I love the Braves. They're the background of my computer, and I think I'm going to pick them to beat the Mariners in the World Series. Ooh. Gabe.
1: Uh, if I had to pick a guy here, I would pick, well, between Dodd and Schuster. I, I think that Schuster's is going to stick around, you know, after Kyle Wright comes back, and he is uh, available probably just about everywhere, unless everybody got the, you know, news of him getting the nod. I think that he's a guy to watch.
0: All right. Let's go to Gabe's Cubbies. Raymond, what's the lineup?
2: Nico Horner, Danby Swanson, Ian Happ, Trey Mancini, Cody Bellinger, Patrick Wisdom, Eric Osmer, Edwin Rios, Tucker, Barnhart.
1: Gabe, pitching. Marcus Stroman, Justin Steele, Jamison Tyone, Drew Smiley, and Hayden West Nasty. And Michael Horner yeah. is supposedly getting the saves.
0: All right. I'm going to read this word for word because I thought it was funny the way I wrote it. The Cubs have had some of the worst-looking rosters in baseball for a few years in a row. They look like a crappy version of what the Giants have tried to do. However, this might be the year all that changes. The Cubs could be the Pirates of 2023. (laughs) (laughs) Damn! uh, I guess buy all the Trey Mancini and Hayden Wesneski shares and stay away from the rest. Tyone, Steele, and Al Soleil may also be valuable. Boom.
2: (laughs) Raymond, go. Yeah, I think Trey Mancini is pretty underrated especially for a guy who can play first base and outfield in fantasy. I think he's going to play pretty much every day and bat forth, rack up counting stats. And, yeah, I have have what was nasty, as Gabe calls him. And, I don't know, once or twice a week, I talk about trading him to (laughs) Gabe in a dynasty league. So, yeah. Gabe.
1: Edwin Rios is one to watch. He had four homers this spring. He's going to strike out a lot. He's not going to get on base a whole lot, but he's going to hit a lot of home runs as long as he's in that lineup. Mancini could be the bounce back player of the year. Wesnooski is going to win the rookie of the year. I think it's almost undisputed at this point as far as the National League goes. If you can get Wesnooski anywhere in fantasy baseball, get him now.
0: Now is the time. All right, Cincinnati Reds, Raymond, lineup, go. Our favorite,
2: line- Our there? favorite bad lineup in baseball. Yeah, and our favorite pitching staff in baseball. How did I skip them? Um, Jonathan India, TJ Friedle, Will Myers, Tyler Stevenson, Jake Fraley, Kevin Newman, Will Benson, Spencer Steer, Jason Vossler. Pitching
1: game. These sorry suckers. Hunter Green is the SP1. Nick Lodolo, Graham Ashcraft, Connor Overton, and Luis Sessa, everyone's favorite Household name. Alexis Diaz is getting the saves in Cincinnati.
0: Hopefully he's done crying. Uh, this, <laughs> this lineup is so awesome that I have at least two of this group of guys on every single one of my fantasy teams. Between I have no India, unfortunately, but between TJ Friedel, Will Myers, Jake Fraley, and Will Benson, and I don't even have any Spencer Steer either. Just between those four guys, I have at least two of those four guys on every single one of my fantasy teams. So. Reds lineup, I love you bad, cheap players. Keep bringing them on because this stadium is the best. Uh, for pitching, Alexis Diaz, Money, the and Hunter Green are obviously very good. Graham Ashcraft, a lot of people love him right now, but Ga- or Raymond, I'm still out on him after what we were been talking about. I just don't trust it. Even though you have all these new pitches and now you're back in on him. Uh, one bullpen guy to keep an eye on in holds leagues, Ian Jabot, our favorite Brit. He, I think he's like British. He played for UK in the... World Baseball Classic, but however the heck you say this guy's name, uh, he's going to be their their setup man, and he was really good this spring. So keep an eye on him if you're in holds leagues. Raymond.
2: Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know that I'm buying the Graham Ashcraft stuff yet. I want to see it, but, I mean, he's throwing 100 miles an hour, and he's got a new pitch, and I've seen some pretty positive stuff from the beat writers coming out of there. But, yeah, dude, I love Nick Wadolo. I have him anywhere I can get him. And then, yeah, between T.J. Friedel and Jake Fraley and Spencer Steer, I think I have at least one of those three on every single one of my teams. Gabe?
1: I want to be a dead horse. I'm just going to pick Jake Fraley here. He's a stud. (laughs)
2: Let's go to Miami.
1: (laughs) All right. Oh,
0: we're going to Colorado.
2: Yes. (laughs) I don't know how I got so out of order. Uh, Jerks and Profar, newly acquired, batting leadoff, wild time to be alive. Chris Bryant, Charlie Blackman, CJ Crone, Ryan McMahon, Jonathan Daza, Ellie Harris-Montero, Elias Diaz, and Ezekiel Tovar.
1: All right, pitching. Marquez is SP1. Kyle Friedland is second. Jose Arena, Austin Gomer, the return for Nolan Arenado. Ryan Feltner is, rounds out the rotation, and then Daniel Bard's getting the saves.
0: Okay, so uh, Colorado Rockies. Besides Chris Bright, I just don't really know, man. Uh, Profar leading off is probably going to be short-lived. I think Tovar is going to take that at some point. Uh, Charlie Blackman hitting third might be okay for counting stats. I like Eliheiros Montero, but this is another one of those teams just like the Oakland A's. Even though they're a lot better version of the Oakland A's, at least hitting-wise, their pitching sucks. Stay away from the pitching. But Ezekiel Tovar, my best player, is hitting, my favorite player on the team is hitting night. So take that for what it is. Right.
2: Yeah, Chris Bryant, I have in a couple different spots. He was pretty discounted on draft day just because of the, the injuries. And he's never really had a chance to have a full Colorado Rocky season. So hopefully he can hit. I don't know what, like 290 and 25-something home runs and maybe drive in close to 100 runs. And then Charlie Blackman is boring but pretty safe in deep five-outfielder leagues. I have him a couple places. But, yeah, I have Ezekiel Tovar in my home league, and I'm also very excited about him. Gabe,
1: outside of Tovar, who I love, I think Chris Bryant is the guy to own here. I don't own him anywhere. Just because of all the injury risks that we've talked about. But uh, I think that he could really, he could still, I think he's got a 30 home run season, 30 home runs, 100 RBI. I think this could be the year.
0: All right, Dodgers, Raymond, lineup.
2: Dude, this ad is driving me insane. Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, Will Smith, Max Muncie, JD Martinez, David Peralta, Trace Thompson, Miguel Vargas, Miguel Rojas.
0: Miguel, Miguel. Gabe, how about that pitching?
1: Julio Arias, Dustin May, Clayton Kershaw, Noah Syndergaard, and Ryan Pepio. With you take your pick for a closer. Uh, they've got Evan Phillips, Alex Vicia, Greaterall, and Caleb Bergeson t- taking that. But you guys think it's somebody else. Who do you think can get the saves here? I think it's
0: me, Phillips, and then Daniel Hudson once Hudson comes back for me. Daniel
1: Hudson, that's right.
0: Yeah. So, Dodgers, I'm all over JD Martinez this year, hitting fifth in this lineup for as cheap as he is. He's now near driveline, his favorite place on earth. So I think J.D. Martinez is going to have a nice little bounce back season. Maybe one of his last, but uh, I think he's going to be good this year. Miguel Vargas, obviously, Raymond and I love him a lot. So I think he's going to work his way up the order as the season goes on. And uh, Dodgers, relievers, all of them are really good. So if you're in a points league or a holds and saves league, like most of these guys are worth honing. Like they have probably – they and I can't remember, they're, the Mariners – probably have the two best bullpens in baseball rays are pretty good too but i like this bullpen a lot and keep an eye on gavin stone and bobby miller faux show raymond
2: yeah i my favorite dodger is probably max muncie you can play second and third the two shallows uh positions in my opinion do love me some miguel vargas but i'm curious to see what this offense does without trey turner i mean that's a that's a hell of a bat you're taking out of the the top of this lineup and like i think he scored like 118 runs last year or something insane so the gavin Lux injury doesn't hurt or doesn't help i mean he wasn't great last year but he was still probably better than miguel rojas so yeah we'll see what gaby. this we'll see what this lineup looks like <laughs> gaby
1: i am gonna say max muncie's my guy here I got burned by him pretty bad last year, and I know he had a rough season, but it was interesting. Even after I ended up cutting him after the All-Star break, when we it was just complete trash, uh, Dave Roberts never gave up on this guy. He was always the the four-hitter. I think he's going to inherit a lot of that Justin Turner uh, leadership and veteran presence in this lineup. I think he's a lock almost at this point to hit, you know, 30 home runs, and he's going to get on base like he always does, and he's a lot cheaper than he usually is.
2: All right, Raymond, most Marlins. Los Marlins. Luis Arias, Jess Chisholm, Jorge Soler, Garrett Cooper, Ivesela Garcia, Gene Segura, Joey Wendell, Brian De La Cruz, and Jacob Stallings. Gabe pitching.
1: Sandy Alcantara, Jesus Lizardo, Edward Cabrera, Trevor Rogers, (laughs) Johnny Cueto, with uh, A.J. Puck being the favorite for saves there, but Dylan Floro and Tanner Scott getting some looks too.
0: Yeah, is the incumbent, so he may be getting saves at the beginning of the year. Lineup, basically, rule of thumb, stay away from everybody not named Jazz. Pitching, buy them all. That's my – that's what I'm, those are my recs. Buy all the pitching, stay away from all the hitting besides Jazz, and John Birdie if you need steals. There's a couple other guys in there that might get some counting stats like Soler and Arias, but eh, more or less, I don't like them.
2: Raymond? Yeah, I said it before, and I think the funniest thing about the Marlins is nobody can hit for power there, so they just traded for the best on base like, best average guy in baseball in Luis Arias. But, no, I really like Brian De La Cruz, and I think the fact that he made the team somehow still is pretty impressive, and I think he could surprise some people. So, like, in our new League, I have him for $2, and I thought there was no way he was making the team because who's that? Jesus Sanchez is out of options. But apparently they're pushing him to the bench, and the update I just read is Brian De La Cruz is supposed to start every day in the outfield. So that's actually pretty exciting. Gabe,
1: I'll go with Trevor Rogers as a bounce back candidate uh, when he's, you know, his 2021 season, you can't find any better than that. And he burned me pretty bad last year also, but you know, if he, if he can recapture any of that former uh, glory, then he's a guy to watch. Otherwise keep an eye on Max Meyer and when he gets healthy.
0: Gabe, I got Trevor Rogers in dynasty. Let's trade. Uh, nope. Next Milwaukee Brewers. <laughs> nope. Next Milwaukee
2: Brewers. Rain lineup Christian Yelich, Willie Adamas, Rowdy Telez, William Contreras, Jesse Winker, Luis Arias, Garrett Mitchell, Brian Anderson, and my boy Bryce Touraine. Gabe pitching.
1: Corbin Burns, Brandon Woodruff, Eric Lauer, Freddie Peralta, Wade Miley with Devin Williams at the back of the.
0: Nasty there. pitching there, too. So this team, they ended up getting rid of Kessing Hira. And they signed Luke Voigt when we were all talking about Voigt possibly going to the Phillies. I like Voigt here, man. This is a power park. Voigt's going to get a lot of playing time there, splitting between uh, Rowdy, who is bad against lefties. Winker is bad against lefties. So I think basically he's going to be hitting every single time a lefty's pitching. And then he'll probably be resting or uh, Winker. He'll probably be subbing for Telez or Winker uh, every other day or so. So Luke Voigt, underrated, I think, here for the Brewers. Get in on him. Sal Frelick, I love. Joey Weimer, even, back up. Uh, I don't really believe in Garrett Mitchell's hit tool, so I think I would be all over Sal Frelick. Frelick is going to be very good.
2: Right? Yeah, I think Garrett Mitchell is – I don't know. I think he's pretty good. Um, no, I'm all in on Bryce Turang. He's going to pick up second base eligibility in a few days. He's only shortstop eligible at the moment. I think i literally have him everywhere um but no i just traded for kessen here funny enough but no i love devin williams and that ridiculous change up he's the one closer i was willing to take in the top i don't know six rounds in drafts this year so no i love me the group gave you
1: muted Oh, sorry. Can you hear me? Okay. So stay away from Christian Yelich where you can. He's probably going to be the league's least valuable player this year. He sucks.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, William Contreras is a steal at catcher. I think he's going to be a breakout candidate this year. He's a complete stud. Uh, I love Tourang. I think Wade, Miley. I, I love the rotation for sure, especially with Burns and Woodruff. I think Wade Miley is a guy that you can get really, really cheap. He was, he figured it out in Cincinnati. He was good last year in Chicago when he was healthy. If he's healthy, I think he can be a really, really valuable back into the rotation piece.
2: All right, New York Mets. Raymond, lineup. Lineup. Brandon Nimmo, Starling Marte, Francisco Lindor, Pete Alonso, Jeff McNeil, Mark Canna, Daniel Vogelbach, Eduardo Escobar, Omar Narvaez.
1: Pitching gay. Max Scherzer, David Peterson, Justin Verlander, Kodai Senga, Carlos Carrasco, with David Robertson and Adam Octavino splitting the save opportunities, at least at this point. Maybe Brooks is be... in there some.
0: Yeah, I think it's to be mostly Robertson. So lineup, there's really no surprise here. Basically the same lineups last year. Uh, pitching. I love David Peterson this year. You can get him super cheap. Uh, he had a really good spring. He's getting tutored by Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander. Uh, buy all the David Peterson that you can because he's going to get run this year. Uh, bullpen. I like Brooks La- Braley a lot. He's the only lefty in the bullpen. So this guy is going to get A lot of work. And he was good for the Rays last year. So Brooks Raley, nice bullpen guy for Holes Leagues. Uh, So keep an eye on Brooks Raley. Keep an eye on David Peterson.
2: I think I just snacked Brooks Raley in our super deep dynasty league. But, no, I think it's funny that Justin Verlander is listed after after David Peterson, but that's just so he can start the home opener. What is happening? Yahoo (laughs) is the dumbest website in the planet. Um, I just wish Brett Beatty was on this team. I think there's a chance Daniel Volgobach just bottoms out and they call him up and let him split time between like third base and DH. But hopefully that happens soon.
1: Game. Okay. It's David Robertson for me. I think he's a complete stud. Like you said, Tim, I think he's going to get the lion's share of the closing role there in New York. And uh, he's, he's been, he's been one of the best, guys at the back end of the bullpen, and he's not talked about a whole lot, and I think the, the Mets are going to win a lot of games this year, so if you're in a saves league, you could do a lot worse than Robertson.
2: folks show sure. Phillies lineup. Let's do a ring. We have breaking news here uh, that has absolutely nothing to do with fantasy baseball, but I'll save it for the end. Trey Turner, Kyle Schwerber, JT Romuto, Derek Hall, Nick Castellanos, Bryson Stott, Alec Bohm, Jake Cave, Brandon March. All right. Pitching.
1: Aaron Nola and Zach Wheeler. I'm seeing them both here for the first time. I thought they were the same guy prior to this. Uh, Bailey Falter, <laughs> Tijuana Walker, Matt Strom, Sir Anthony Dominguez in there at the back, but Jose Alvarado and Craig Kibberl are in the mix too. Gregory Soto, will see.
0: Do you call him Tijuana Walker?
1: Is that not his name? <laughs> Tijuana? <laughs> Taiwan Walker, bro. Taiwan, right. Okay. <laughs>
2: Phillies oh, Tijuana. we talking about Donkey
0: Kong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Derek Hall is hitting cleanup for the Phillies uh, ahead of Cassianos and Boehm. So I don't know what that shows about uh, if they're just really high on Derek Hall, who was not even going to play until the Hoskins injury, or if they're just really down on Cassianos and Boehm. I don't know. It's interesting. I thought with Boehm's awesome spring, he might get, you know, bumped up the order in the lineup. But hey, I don't know. This rotation has no depth, guys. This rotation, when they get hurt, is atrocious. Like, look who they have out here. They've got Matt Strong starting right now. This guy's been a reliever for, like, 10 years, and now he's going to start all of a sudden? I don't think so. Ranger Suarez, Andrew Painter are hurt. They got nothing, man. They got Noah Song, who was in the Navy for the last four years, and waiting in the wings. Like, I don't know what this team's going to do with pitching if someone else goes down. Raymond.
2: Yeah, my two things here are um... – Bryson Stott and Alec Boehm had really good springs, and they're like changing their launch angle, I guess. So we'll see if that sticks. But no, I guess the Phillies love Derek Hall, and they were talking about trying to find him playing time even before Reese Hoskins got hurt. So, yeah, Nick Cassianos is probably done being a, a power hitter. He doesn't hit the ball hard enough to bat fourth anymore. And see then, ya. yeah, <laughs> Gave. Aaron Nolan, Zach Wheeler, studs. From a fantasy perspective, the guy I like the most,
1: as far as ADP and such goes, so I took Jake McCarthy in the fifth round. And I, in a deep dynasty league that we're in, and I immediately kicked myself in the face for not drafting Bryce Harper. This guy's an absolute champion. He's a stud. He's gonna. All he cares about right now is beating the projections of being back by the All-Star Game. This guy, I could see him being back by June. If you're in a league where you think you're gonna make the playoffs pretty easily, if you get Bryce Harper back middle of the season, he could absolutely be a championship winner for you
0: this is a hot tip here if you didn't know i mean most people have drafted at this point but bryce harper was not placed on the 60 day il ouch no not
1: not i know i I feel even worse now with the jake mccarthy move
0: yeah yeah they did that on purpose i knew that during the draft i was gonna draft Harper. if he came back he's gonna do
1: everything he can to get healthy and get that lineup as soon as possible
0: all right pittsburgh pirates lineup
2: raymond uh, O'Neal Cruz is batting leadoff. Didn't expect that. Brian mm-hmm. Reynolds, Andrew McCutcheon G-Man Choi, Jack Zwinski, Cabrian Hayes, Cannon Smith, and Jigba, Rodolfo Castro, and Austin Hedges.
1: Yep. Game. Raymond, who's this first guy? Mitch Keller. Never heard of him. <laughs> never Rich heard of Hill. Him. <laughs> Rich Hill, the old man at forty-three years of age, is the second guy in the rotation that should tell you a thing or two. Vince Velasquez, Ronzi Contreras, Johan Oviedo is the SP5 with David Bednar, probably one of the best relievers in the game getting the saves if they win any games.
0: Yeah, if they win games. Well, I don't know. The Cubs are going to be the Pirates of last year. So we'll see. <laughs> That's
1: horrible, Tim. Stop saying that.
0: <laughs> uh, O'Neill Cruz leading off, I, I wrote, is interesting in a Javier Baez-like way. It's like when Baez was leading off for the Cubbies. Uh, I love Cutch this season, though. That's my guy this year in this lineup. Hitting third in this lineup, driving in O'Neill Cruz. Like, Kutch is going to get counting stats upon counting stats upon counting stats. It's like, it's like Blackman being the three-hitter for the Rockies, but on steroids, because this lineup is a little bit better than the Rockies lineup. Uh, you guys know I like G. Juan Bae. Jack Sawinski is a little interesting from power. Brian Reynolds is awesome, obviously. Cabron Hayes hitting sixth, I think, is interesting, because he did have a strong spring, and he's still hitting sixth. And, uh, I was going to make a Mitch Keller joke, but too late. <laughs> so, uh, I really, for this rotation, I just can't wait for Luis Ortiz to come up. Cause I like Luis Ortiz a lot. Raymond.
2: So my NL only team, I have uh, G man, Choi, G Juan Bay and Connor Joe. So if those three guys could, you know, like somehow be good this year, that'd be absolutely fantastic. But I don't know if O'Neill <laughs> Cruz is gonna stick bat and lead off. He hits for too much I don't think he hits for too much power and he doesn't get on base enough. Like seems like a two or a four hitter to me. But yeah, like I non-excited. said it's like a a lead off. That top four I think is pretty exciting. Cruz, Reynolds, McCutcheon, Choi. Um I like the pirates. I've always rooted for them, even since Kutch was there the first time. They're just fun to root for and they have cool uniforms. But yeah, I'm excited. I don't have a single Anil Cruz share this year, and that's sad. Gabe.
1: I think Brian Reynolds is the least sexiest option. He hit twenty seven home runs last year. He must have hit those all in the second half because his first half was borderline. Dude, I dropped him. He was horrible. I dropped him too. He was horrible. But he actually He's put probably trying a... to get
0: traded. He's like, Let me be good so these fools will actually trade me finally and <laughs> still didn't work. I
1: cannot believe he there can't be a whole lot of guys that had a better second half than brian reynolds did for his to get his season line in there uh so i guess that's a guy to watch but i mean this lineup is is terrible i think that Luis ortiz like you said tim is probably one of the most intriguing guys to watch from a fantasy perspective i think will crow though will crow was an absolute stud last year in like a fireman role uh he's not going to get you know a lot of chances to get hold because the pirates aren't going to win a lot of games but if they trade Will Crow to a, a you know, winning team, I think that he could be a, a guy that would provide a lot of value down the stretch.
0: Nice. Padres lineup, Raymond.
2: What's up with the Padres lineup? That's probably the best in baseball. Xander Bogarts, Juan Soto, Manny Machado, Jake Cronenworth, Matt Carpenter, Hosung Kim, Trent Grisham, Nola, David Dahl. Oh, and Pitching. some guy named uh, Fernando so He'll be back in a month.
1: Yeah. Pitching, Gabe. You Darvish, Blake Snell, Nick Martinez, Michael Waco, Seth Lugo, and they've got Ryan Weathers on here as an SP six. I guess he's gonna get some some starts too to begin the year with uh, embattled closer Josh Hader getting the saves.
0: Yeah, they're going six man. So I thought this lineup for now is pretty interesting. Xander hitting leadoff until Tatis comes back. I thought for sure uh, the way Grisham played this spring because he had a really strong spring and he's always been good at getting on base that he would probably be in the leadoff uh, role, but I guess not. I love Jake Cronenworth. I got him everywhere I can. Jake Cronenworth hitting behind all these superstars and then with Tatis there too. He is going to get a lot of RBI this year at a very cheap price and he's multi-position eligible. Guys, David Dahl. I had no idea that this guy was still alive. How did he somehow work his way on this team to join the corpses of Nelson Cruz and Matt Carpenter? I I was only 29. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Pitching wise, you got Martinez, Lugo, Waka, and Weathers all battling to hold on to a rotation spot. Obviously, Joe Musgrove is going to be back at some point. Uh, Bullpen wise, I like Luis Garcia and Raymond. Brent Honeywell made the team just like we were talking about before. So I think Honeywell could be interesting uh, in this bullpen if something happens to Hader or if he can work his way up to being the setup man. Like he's 28 now he's got this. So he's going to be bullpen for life now probably, but he still has the screwball. So Brent Honeywell, and then also Eggy Rosario. When Eggy Rosario comes back, he's going to get a lot of playing time. So I love me some Eggy Rosario. You just have to wait 60, 60 days or so for him to come back. He's on the 60 day IL with a broken ankle. Unfortunately broke it at the very beginning of spring training. So Raymond,
2: Yeah, so David Dahl's probably only on this team until Soto comes back, right? But um, no, I don't think uh, they would ever bat Cronenworth first because that would mean they probably shouldn't bat Juan Soto second. I think they really want to do that. But no, this is probably the best offense in baseball, and I'm really buying the Josh Hader bounce back. I think a lot of his uh, issues last year were Personal, not physical, and I think he's going to be very good again.
0: Hata Hata. All right, Gaby, what's up with the Padres? You're on mute.
2: Thank
1: you. You couldn't find a better hitter in baseball last year than Matt Carpenter whenever he played. He didn't play very often, but he hit 15 home runs. This guy had a batting average of 305 last season for the Yankees. I don't know if that was something to do with the the porch there at Yankee Stadium, but this guy he didn't they didn't they never heard, they hardly ever started him but if he actually gets regular starts in San Diego I'm I'm extremely interested to see if he can recapture some of the St. Louis magic that he had going on.
0: Yeah, he's basically free. All right, let's talk about the Giants. Raymond.
2: Sorry, I'm looking at picking up David Dalton in an all-only league. I got well, you junior. Tyro Estrada, <laughs> Jock Peterson, Michael Conforto, Brandon Crawford, David VR. Mike Yastrzemski, Joy Bart, and Blake Saval.
1: Gabe. Logan Webb, the stud. Alex Cobb, Ross Stripling, Sean Mania, and Alec Wood rounds out the starting rotation with Camillo Duvall supposedly getting the saves, but the Rogers brothers, I feel like we're going to put some pressure on him.
0: Yeah. So my notes on this team is that the pitching is pretty good in like a twin sort of way, which well, like a lot of like good number three type starters, Webb is probably a number two. So they have solid pitching depth. The hitting, a mess, like usual, a la Cubs. So makes sense now that we know the GM came from the Giants that they kind of do the same thing. But uh, I do like Conforto this year. I do like Jock Peterson. I do like Tyra Estrada. But besides those three, I'm not really sure. Yastrzemski has been on a downturn for a couple of years in a row now. David Vr is okay. Most of their prospects have, were atrocious last year. So some of these guys like Luciano and Matos who could have been coming up this year, probably won't. Uh, They do have Clark Schmidt. So watch for Clark Schmidt and obviously Kyle Harrison. It's going to be awesome when he comes up. So like he has maybe the best stuff uh, out of any pitcher in the minors, except for probably Daniel Espino and DL hall. I think like stuff wise is just sick. He just is lacking some command.
2: Raymond. Yeah. I really like Blake Sable. I, just traded for him in our new league uh he's catcher and outfield eligible which is pretty sweet uh he's going to be backup catcher and part-time outfielder so that playing time is going to be an advantage i'm definitely dude i'm out on pretty much all of these guys maybe michael Conporto has has something left in the tank i don't think he's i don't know jock is I don't know. He's so streaky and he's so matchup dependent because he's so bad against lefties. So if he's got six righties on the schedule in a week, yeah, go ahead and start him. But um, Tyro Estrada is the other one. If he's legit, he could be pretty good for fantasy. Gabe,
1: you can't find a much worse lineup. Joey Bart. Yaz, I won't spend a fourth round pick on him. I think he's a total pretender. He was horrible in the spring. Uh, Tyro Estrada is, is the guy I'm targeting here on offense for sure uh logan Webb Web, logan webb is a complete stud i think taylor rogers is gonna get a lot more saves than people are uh you know camille duval i don't know if he's you know gonna hack it or not but i feel like taylor rogers is the guy to watch in saves leagues if uh camille stumbles
0: okay let's go to the cardinals raymond read about my cardinals lineup.
1: they suck <laughs> they do suck.
2: Brendan Donovan, Lars Newbar, Paul Goldschmidt, Nolan Arenado, Wilson Contreras, Tyler O'Neill, Nolan Gorman, Jordan Walker, Tommy Edmond.
1: Game. Pitching. Miles Michaelis, Jack Flaherty, Jordan Montgomery, Jack Woodford, Jake Woodford. Who the heck is that? Stephen Matz with Helsey getting the saves backed up by Gallegos because we all know that Ryan Helsey can't go back-to-back days.
0: Yeah, so you just mentioned, I can't remember, you said the Padres, I think, are the best lineup in baseball, Raymond. I think the Cardinals have the best lineup in baseball. You got Jordan Walker hitting eighth and Tommy Edmond hitting ninth. That's ridiculous. If they're healthy, this is the best lineup in baseball. And that's not just me being biased. Uh, I really Homer, believe that. Homer, No, Homer. but the pitching sucks. Uh, the pitching, you got a bunch of number three guys in here. You got Michaelis a number three. J- Jordan Montgomery is at number three. Steven Matz is at number four, probably. Flaherty is Nothing at this point. Who is Jake uh, Woodford? Jake Woodford was a bullpen pitcher last year. He developed a new slider, just like everyone doing sweepers, and he was baller this spring. He just was lights out this spring. So I actually like Woodford better than Flaherty. That's how bad Flaherty was, man. I, I don't want anything to do with Jack Flaherty. Jack is not are, your crack. I want No, I want nothing to do with him anymore. He looks like utter crap. Uh, Steven Matz is the guy that I want to target in this rotation if he is available. Still off waivers. I think he has the highest upside of anyone in this rotation. So maybe go get Steven Matz if he's available.
2: Raymond. Yeah, I do. I Tommy been batting ninth surprises me. Like that does show how deep this lineup is, but also I don't know if Brendan Donovan's gonna stick it's the leadoff hitter. Um, Donovan
0: led all rookies in OBP last year. I think he had like a four hundred OBP. So
2: wow. Um I feel like we've talked about these guys so much that I don't have anything left to say. That's cool.
0: <laughs> We're near the end of the podcast anyway. Gabe?
1: Man, I think that the, everybody celebrated the Jordan Walker call-up. I think that is really going to be ugly in the scope of history. I don't think he should have made the team. His spring numbers showed that. I don't, I'm not buying Jordan Walker at his ADP. I think that could be a sore spot in this lineup. And that might force Tommy Edmond out of the shortstop position. I think shortstop is one of the, you know, with Paul DeYoung being hurt and also sucking eggs, I think that shortstop is going to be a weakness of this position. Tommy uh, Edmond's
2: a, a gold glover, dude. And he's going to steal like 40 bases. Yeah. Tommy Edmond's um, a
1: stud. I just think he's going to be forced into another position because I think there's going to be a hole there. I think Jordan Walker's going to have if, problems. If Jordan Walker
0: doesn't play, they have Alec Burleson and Dylan Carlson on the bench. Those guys suck. Dude, and they just need to trade for these. a starter. Yeah, they need an ace. Is what they need. This team needs an ace so bad.
2: Also, shout out old friendler Drew uh, Hagen from the Tigers, <laughs> coming back over from Japan.
0: All right, now let's go. Now let's go to the real worst team in baseball: Washington Nationals. Raymond, read this train wreck of a yeah, lineup, this is,
2: please. This is tough. Lane Thomas, Dominic Smith, Joey Manessus, Corey Dickerson, Jamer Candelario, who I just traded. Luis Garcia, Caber Ruiz, CJ Abrams, and Victor Robles. Pitching, Gabe. How is Victor Robles Gabe,
0: starting? Gabey Gabey. Gotcha, Gabe. All right, read pitching, Raymond.
1: Last
2: one. Patrick, Corb- Patrick non- Corbin, Josiah Gray, Mackenzie Gore.
1: And then oh, Kyle Dave, Finnegan just... is slotted. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Gabe, Elon is failing you terribly.
1: Okay, let me try again. Patrick Corbin is their SP one. Josiah Gray is <laughs> SP two. Mackenzie Gore, Trevor Williams, the old washout, and then Chad Cool is there. Chad Cool. <laughs> Chad. <laughs> he's such a, he's <laughs> such a
0: bro. He goes by Chad. <laughs> Kyle Finnegan is the closer. Okay. Uh, This lineup sucks. I want nothing to do with it except for – I want nothing to do with this team at all except for C.J. Abrams. He is the only person on this entire roster that I had any inkling of wanting in any type of format in fantasy baseball. And stay away from the shiny toy that is Mackenzie Gore because he is atrocious. That is my tips for this team.
2: Raymond. You can squint your eyes and you can see a decent season for, like, Lane Thomas and Joey Manessis maybe. And Jamer Candelario is just like a doubles machine. And I feel like he kind of just, like, gave up in Detroit, which is understandable. Um, I could see a bounce back for him, which is why I snagged him for a dollar not new. But then I just traded him, so I don't really care anymore. But, yeah, this team is bad. I don't know if it's the worst team in baseball bad, but it's bad.
1: It is the worst team in baseball. Game. Man, I don't have a whole lot to say here except for to stay away from Patrick Corbin. Yes, and that guy <laughs> is a absolute trash. I can't believe that that Patrick Corbin's still able to get starts anywhere. Uh, they owe him a lot
0: of money, man. If, and if, Victor he, Robles, he better eat some innings. He better eat some innings for that kind of money.
1: I'm guessing that Robles is one of those. Uh, if you have a defensive stat in your fantasy le- league, I guess Robles might be the guy. Because I don't know how Can else. Can you he's believe he's starts.
0: only 25 years old still? He's What's... had a lot of. Bad this guy's been around ever, forever. Though. Yeah,
2: dude, he came <laughs> straight from Double A like the same time Juan Soto did, and then they just went in complete opposite directions. He's Walker's
1: favorite player. <laughs> Watch out. This could be a Jordan Walker repeat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no.
0: Don't tell me that. Jordan Walker's going to be awesome. You're just trying to ruin him because you're a fan. I'm, he's, he's hitting eighth, bro. Okay, let's end this bad boy. We've gone an hour and a half. Uh, we are back to our normal podcasting schedule in season, which is Wednesday, Saturday. Saturday is going to be our waiver wire pod. So every Saturday, we're going to be going over the ads for waivers that we recommend both in 12-team leagues and 15-team leagues, and we'll also be going over redraft prospects. So that will be our weekly Saturday podcast, while Wednesday will be kind of like our random fun show on deep dive type stuff. So welcome to the season. Tomorrow is opening day.
1: Raymond's breaking news.
0: Raymond's breaking news and a Raymondism and then a Gabe Farewell. Raymond, hit it up.
2: So my breaking news is my Raymondism, but uh, the MLBPA and Major League Baseball really uh, reached a deal with minor league players, and they at least doubled pay across every single level. A lot of these are close oh, wow. to three xing pay. Complex League is four x almost. Um, pay- players will be paid almost year round, aside from a six week awesome. break in the winter. Yeah, it's this is huge.
0: Good for them. They actually did the right thing for once. How about that? All right. Jason, yeah, awesome. g- give us a farewell.
1: A fond right. farewell. As far as you can look, search deep and wide for Jeremiah Estrada to be your middle of the season saves pickup. They're going to trade Michael Fulmer probably because the Cubs are going to suck again, and Jeremiah Estrada is going to come out and break out as one of the best relievers in baseball.
0: Jeremiah, Jeremiah. All right. Later, y'all. Peace.